You're listening to Hayes Radio Network, Cannabis Lifestyle Radio. Episode of Coffee Pot. Super oh. Inc. presents Coffee Pot. Let's get it going. Let's oh, lead yeah. us off. Uh, Hope y'all are tuning in for Andrew. This. Uh yeah. How we all doing today? Doing a nice, good. Excellent. Sm- smoky air-filled day. I like that. Man, we got so beautiful. We got some multiple. Uh, we got one, two, three, four, like five super bad joints. Yeah, oh, they're so good. Smogging out the air right now. Yeah. Delicious and healthy. And if you guys are wondering who we got hanging out, we're just chiming in in the background. We got a new addition to the Super Bad crew. How's everybody doing? I got Brad. Brad. Yes. And we got Game Time Entertainment in the house. Yes, sir. Big Marcus yes, Roebuck in the house. And, and we and, and um and I can't wait to hear Brad's story. I can't wait to hear like a little bit about uh, the Guinness Book of World Records and all that shit. Yo, you guys ready to hop in with us in in about in about ten minutes? Y'all gonna get y'all gonna go hard? Are you gonna go hard? I mean, after joining, we'll be going hard That's anyway. That's all we do. Oh yeah. That's oh. all we do, my friends. Oh man, these guys, I love them. So let's, let's, let's hop right in it. We got a packed day today, and um, the first thing I want to talk about is the current events. So we just had a uh, American Heart Association just came out with this um, just came out with this 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 this, this study this week saying that cannabis affects heart health negatively, right? What, what, what do you think about that, Los? Uh, I disagree. Here, I mean, here's here's my here's my problem with that article. So American Heart Association, if you go on their website. They're promoting beef. You got to follow the money. You follow the money, they're promoting beef on there, but beef is like one of the uh, number one causes of heart disease. Right. The big beef industry is in their pocket. Big sugar industry is in their pocket, and they're promoting both of those on the same website. They're saying that cannabis is bad for your heart. Now, after 100 years, they come up with this study? Yes. And so I guess um, big cannabis got to cut that check. Yeah, I guess I guess what. <laughs> if they putting it out there like that, I guess that's that's what's up. You just gotta cut that check. Um, next up, we have. Uh, what do you think about that Beirut blast, man? That was crazy. Yeah, uh, man. That was that was nuts. I've never seen anything like that. Me either. Um, it's, it's sad at the, at the same time. Yeah, a lot of people died. Um, is is destroyed their their economy because that's the the, the port. Um, that's the lifeline of the entire economy. Right. And um, they have two million people population, and it apparently they affect like three hundred thousand. Wow. Yeah, like that shit—it's like wiped off the map. You like look at the like the NASA uh, photos and everything. The whole the whole port is just like there's a hole in it. Crazy. Um, so much love to Beirut. Much love uh, uh, to all the people over there, man. Anybody with relatives, God family, bless. friends. Please, please, please take care of yourself. And uh, if you guys can get in touch with them, uh, please send love. Um, man, that's crazy. Yeah, it is. Can y'all imagine shit? Um, uh, something over here, like over in Santa Monica, just being like somebody, uh, 
left a bunch of ammonium acetate at, at, the, at the docks over here. That's crazy. Like, that is nuts to see that shit. And um, I'm sure there's going to be more coming out of that and the news coming out soon. So big love and big prayers out to uh, everybody in Beirut. That was, like, nuts to see that this week. And um, hope everybody um, that was not killed is okay as well. I've um, seen uh, I posted that one thing. I, I mean, there's so many things you see, but uh, I posted the one about the they were doing a wedding shoot. Did uh-huh. you see that one? And it was yes. crazy, like in the background, and yes. the fucking showed everything. Was like, and then I saw this these one guys that were in their like uh, in their barber shop or something like that, and they were actually sitting by the window, felt the fucking thing, and both of them instinctually, without even fucking yelling to the other motherfucker, just jumped and started running towards the back, and missed the blast by probably fucking feet. Jeez. Wow, man, that's. Some crazy shit's going on in the world right yeah, now, man. Yeah, I agree. Everybody has to be uh, vigilant. Uh, make sure they, they watch their friends, family, all that. Um, TikTok is going to get banned or not? <laughs> I don't, nah, nah. I don't think so. I don't think so. I, it's not going to happen. I don't know, man. I heard it, Microsoft it, it, is for, buying in. Yeah, well, first of all, it's, it's an idle threat, and they can't do anything until now they said September or some kind of thing. So when they said it was going to be right now. It's a distraction. That, that happened. Uh, they're, they're, True. Well, it's 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 all kinds of stuff, but I think it's absolute stupidity because if Trump thinks with mail-in voting and in making it so much, regardless of how this plans out, and they say, oh, you can't count, it's not legit, whatever the fuck it is. Point is, is if you're going to have mail-in voting where 100% of the population is actually mailing in the vote, which is the first time it's ever happened in America, nobody's walking into a place, they got to fucking mail it in. Mm-hmm. That means so many more people are going to vote than ever voted before. And all the young people, which is fucking the 10th, well, it's like the, the millennials are 10 times bigger than the baby boomers. So, so does that so, mean? So if you say one-tenth of the baby boomers mail in, I mean uh, the millennials fucking mail in. Right. That's already at, you're, you're like boning up to them. Right. If fucking a quarter of them or half of them even fucking mail in. They will decide who the next president is. Right. <laughs> people, oh, don't re- people don't realize that. And the fucking yeah. mail-in? You know, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. His- historically, we haven't had a lot of young people show up, not just because they don't, they just don't vote, but also because they can't, they can't afford to take off work because they're always at work. And it's not a holiday. Like National Voting Day is not a holiday. So most young people, uh, um, for that reason, also don't vote. So this might be, the, just like Andrew said, the biggest ever do you, do you think that's why Trump is pushing up against it? Well, I think he's a moron for doing it. That's my point, is why would you fuck with the chance of losing all those mail-in votes right. to young people who, without knowing anything else about them, right. will not vote for him because of that? I mean, it's the truth, you know? So that's that's what's crazy. And Or they'll vote against him via mail just to piss him off. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. All right, all right and, Absolutely. Um, and, and the last thing... Let's talk about lemon pepper, Lou. <laughs> I know Marcus, you ain't supposed to be on here till later, but <laughs> <laughs> continuation of the last episode, uh, Mr. Marcus Roebuck and and, and and Mr. Carlos do. Um, we've had new, uh, uh, <coughs> we have had new details emerge from the uh, yes <laughs> the strip club NBA bubble scandal. <laughs> yes, <laughs> what do you guys think about uh, lemon pepper chicken? He got uh, caught. He got caught. <laughs> yeah, but I, you know what? The point, I don't like that he got the girl told on him. Right. Yes, that he was there, he was dancing for her and the whole right. nine. She, she, he had been paying her all night. I don't like that. 
Like, like for real. Like, but you what? know why she did it, though. Yeah, but, she's but looking for clout. Is, she exactly. She could have came up even higher if she kept that shit secret and went to him and said, private. listen, this is what's going to go down. It's a, situ- yeah. it's a situation. We know what happened. Maybe me and you, let's talk about it. Let's figure it out. But don't put it in the media. Stay away from the media. This this might be unpopular. This might be an unpopular uh, statement, but <laughs> but uh, like, where are the fucking rules and parameters like they used to be? Right? Like, if if a dude goes to a strip club and he is obviously a public figure, like, why would you, as a patron, or excuse me, as 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 a, as a uh, employee of this place, snitch like that? You're fucking up everybody else's money, right? Strippers are winning. No, I mean, but she, is it, she, is yeah, it, she that, fucked that, up the entire true. ecosystem? Yeah, she did. She did. I think she did. I think it's going to hurt She's gonna all of customers. <laughs> yeah, I think it's going to hurt, like, uh, all the other strip clubs. Yeah. Like, everybody, she's fucking up the economy, yo. It's yeah. an essential service. That's exactly. It is. So, Brad, I got to jump in a little bit. Uh, Carlos told me just recently, you know, about the different people that are, you know, popping on with the company and, uh, you know, told me... Uh, you know, a fellow a fellow surfer was uh, was in the mix. Hold on, fellow, and, uh, you surf? Oh uh, no, no, no. I mean, <laughs> as far as guys that I've dealt with okay. in the cannabis industry, let me. Got it. I was let, like, let oh me, shit, we gotta see some let, videos. Let me. Let me <laughs> uh, could you imagine that though? <laughs> yeah. Uh, you must know one of my boys though, who used to who we launched uh, pre rolls with, Nathan Fletcher. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I actually saw that. Um, his brother was showing me. Uh, the, the, pre-rolls. Own, yeah, the, the pre rolls, yeah, the the pre, yeah, his own pre roll, yeah, his yeah. own pre packs, yeah, 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 yeah no, for Nathan sure. Fletcher, he's probably one of the most old school, right? I mean, he, you could say he's old school and new school because he's been there for all of it, from what I've seen, you know, for how long he's been around for the whole game of surfing, but he's still out there charging. I actually saw a uh, recent footage of him not too long ago of him like. At Waco, the wave pool that they have now in Texas. Sure, have you guys seen sure, that? I heard about that. Yeah. Uh-huh. So yeah. they've created like this world class, this world class air section, that basically you would travel anywhere in the world to get this section because, basically, like for aerials, it's not really so much about the wave; it's what you're doing in the air. Okay. So okay. now that they've created this ramp that you indefinitely boost off of every time with full agility and power like you would at any wave in the world, you know, wow. like that you would travel to. Uh-huh. It is now there over and over and over. Wow. So wow. like And do they build it into the board? Because Nathan does make lines of boards, right? Is that what he's also known for? Or yeah, no? he's he's making his own boards. And like, he's got a shop, right? Doesn't he have I, a bus shop or something? Or I'm you know not too like yeah, sure too, on yeah, what he sure. does. I know he rides this company called Stretchboards. I've okay. seen him on. What do you use? Uh, you know, with the surfboards, I like, I'm still experimenting a lot and I know a lot of board shapers. So most of the time I usually like try different shapers boards and bring them on a trip and get them some footage for, you know, just to get a little collaboration of different ideas. I'll use like a board of every shaper, go on a trip, get him some clips for it and then you know, it keeps it open for me. I like to try different boards, so. Hell yeah. I don't really have, but I am, at the moment, the last couple of years, uh, my company, Domkey Boards, we can we can make you surfboards. We have nice. top-of-the-line 
shapers that do their own thing. But if you need a board through me, we can get you one. Oh, hell yeah. Dude. That'd be <laughs> yeah. crazy yeah. for sure. I know. At the least donkey gonna, board. Or at least we'll have one to throw up here Ooh. for people to check out and you autograph and stuff for yeah, sure, man. Like, but, but we're making, we're specializing, you know, skimboarding is like definitely more what put, that's what, that's kind of where it put me in, got my foot in the door of like the surf world and like even, you know, getting a sponsorship like super bad or, you so, know, just so, a, so, so hold on, uh, Brad, let's yes. tell the people at home who you are. Oh, uh, where you're from? <laughs> yeah, I'm coming in a little later yeah. here. I just you showed can't... up. I just drove about an hour away from Laguna Beach. You came in here all nice. super batted nice. up, yeah, super we're just batted up, right into it. So, um, shout out to what the was it? Laguna. What was the question you had? Tell the good people at home. Oh yeah, how you started? Who, who, what's up? Who, who, who you are? Who Brad Domkey is? Okay. What makes him super bad? And then um, tell them how you're gonna take over the motherfucking world. I mean, you know, this world's one big, wave at a time. Th there's a lot to share out there. You know, there's more waves than humans for sure, without Ooh, a doubt. Write that down. So, <laughs> you know, simple. I love, I love the ocean, and everything to do with waves and the beach life. It's How old did you what, start? It's, Let, it's let's where go my like job that. Is. How old were you when you started surfing? When I first started surfing, I was about, I think I was about 12 years old. I had already been uh, a skateboarder. Sorry about that. Now I got it. Uh, I was already a skateboarder for about three or four years, but my good, one of my best friend, uh, Tommy Rudek, I'll never forget it. You know, he taught me how to surf and I was a skater. He was a surfer, but I'm also from the Gulf coast of Mexico. I don't know if you're too familiar of that. That's okay, not even sure. an ocean. Sure. You know, so it's, it's a Gulf. So sure. like there aren't waves often at all, but I mean, it happens. It happens. That's where you grew up. That's where I that's where I learned to surf. Never, oh, wow. so you know a lot of people, most people like learn in the ocean. Yeah, so sure. it's a special place. But you'd be surprised. There's pro surfers that come from the Gulf Coast. So yeah, and a sure. handful so, of them. So sure. it's like a good training track. Yeah, I mean, like it's all where it started. But where the mix came in with the skimboard thing is that there wasn't many waves often. You know, because yeah. it's the Gulf. So what you you can always run and jump on the board. You right. Know? Sure. So, so that, that part. That's why you got into a skim board instead of a, a regular size board? Like this, yes. And we were actually moving to the East Coast when I was, which would be the Atlantic Ocean, which is yeah. about two and a half hours from where I was on the Gulf Coast. And like we were moving this summer and we ended up getting out of our home we just sold and staying in a condo on the beach on the Gulf for the summer. And there were no waves. So well, what, what else was there to do? Go right. skimboarding. And then I realized it's kind of like skating because, you know, you kind of put, you push when you skate, right. you run when you skim, you know, but surfing is like, you start from the wave. Right. It's, it's different. Right. It's a different approach. Because you make that shit look fucking easy. Let me know if I'm talking, I know, like, yeah, you make it no, my mom, easy. she'll be like, dude, you get so into the surf lingo, you're going over people's heads. Like, no, if man. I'm going over <laughs> nah, No, no, not at all. That's passion, yeah. though. That's yeah. passion. And, and you started. I'm just psyched to, get to like, meet you guys and yeah. just Listen, right we, we want you to keep talking. Hell we yeah. want what, you to what keep was talking. Your, what was your first Talk your shit. actual, like, when someone scouted you and said, hey, man, I think you should actually do this as a profession? You know, I think, like, I just already wanted that, and I've just been lucky enough to sure. have friends sure. that have been supportive. So, right. like, just what all was, the friends the that first? have given me good vibes all the way to the end. But if there was, like, anyone in particular, it would sure. be, like, my family. Sure. Where? What was the first tournament you ever did? The first tournament I ever did was, okay, so on the Gulf Coast, you got to, 
remember this isn't the ocean so sure no this is kind of like the start of like you know like to have an actual surf event mm-hmm. or a skimboard event on the gulf is a little funny right because like there aren't waves it's like so flat all the time you know so how'd you get to learn how'd you learn how to so, ride those big 80 foot yeah well it behemoths. went it went from surfing on the gulf summertime learn to skim with your friends because there's nothing else to do but there was a guy named uh easy or he had this company called easy skimboards mm-hmm. and uh he put on this back to school skim bash and we were all stoked because all of my friends surfed and skimmed but the, we never could do a contest we're from the gulf coast there's no contest there so they were like the older, you know, the adults were like, oh, let's do a contest for the kids, you know, and we're all like, oh, my gosh, there's going to be a contest here at our home break. So, like, dude, I didn't even own a skimboard. Right. I was actually, like, pretty establishing. I was establishing my surfing, but, like, skimming was new, and my friends that that lived on the island, so where I lived was an island. There's a barrier island on the Gulf Coast. So you and have how, to many, cross the bridge. how many years were you in that living there before so you transitioned? So I was there for 13 uh Till I was 13 before I moved to the east side, the ocean side. Okay, and so, then? So, like, when this contest went down, all these kids that lived on the island, they already skimmed because they've been living on the island. I lived off the island, so I just, when I could, I'd go surf. Sure. And I was a skater. So they had this big contest. Day of the contest, I literally, like, I was in the contest. I, I, in my first heat, they told me, um, what did they say? They are like, or no, there was like, oh, your heat's up. I didn't even barely know what that meant at the time. <laughs> Some kid let me borrow his skimboard right then and there. Like, I didn't even own a skimboard. And I skimmed this kid, this big board, and I was a little kid, and I didn't make my first heat. And uh, I was pretty disappointed. And all my all friends kind of killed it. They all kind of killed it, and, like, they all made it. And one of my friends beat me. He was in the heat, and then some other kid that was, I don't know who it was. But man, like watching everyone having so much fun making heats. And then there was a couple like older homies, like my friend Blake Tyre. Like, man, I could go on a crazy story about that kid. But at the time, he was like the dude, you know, and he was a little older than all of us. And he ended up winning the contest. And dude, they treated him like he was freaking. So, so that made you, that that motivated you? The man. Yeah. That was definitely a big motivation. That was like, well, I mean, you got to really like, you know, you got to scratch out what, where did it start? You know what right. I mean? Like that right. is where it started. And you go to the other side if of the If you wanted mountain. to know about the competition, that was where it started. So you created a whole new vibe. Yeah. But the thing was, I got, so it went from like going to a contest and just getting so humble pied. Right. And then, but, but the, the best part of the story was right after that contest, I just moved to the ocean. Right. Sure. My friends, they're, they, they're living on the Gulf. Right. So, like, granted, like, I was a little behind. I'm moving over to the actual ocean side. Yeah. And this is going to be, like, How old were changing you? the game. How old were you? It's probably about 13. Okay, that's so like 13. that's like moving to the basketball court. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, so now you're in, like, now you're the sideline, was, and now you're in the court. You got and no you're on the ocean side. There what was, happens? There was something like so Great. beautiful about that transition, though, because if I could, like, I'm, I've ridden waves all over the world, and I can tell you right now, like, that last two three months I lived on the Gulf Coast, it was like unbelievable skim waves every day. It was right. like this endless summer of skimboarding. And I swear I like think back about it because 
Well, the, every 10 years, there is a moment where the golf gets a little bit of a pulse, like one or two years that actually like there's stuff happening, tropical depressions, hurricanes, uh, uh, winter storms, all that will come through the golf and it'll make sick waves. But that's the OG spot. That's where it starts. Right. But it, it, it's so it's safe to say that you really did create a wave. Definitely. You had to sometimes. Hell yeah. No, hey, there's been contests on the Gulf Coast. Where it's so flat, we have boats driving back and forth for the waves. I'm not joking. That's so dope. So, That's what's up. So, so tell, and every kid is running at the same wave because there's only one coming by. So, so, so tell the good people at home the news, what's going down, what's going okay. on with Brad Okay, everybody, Donkey. you know, out here we're just, you know, in California, we're in the legal world of marijuana, you know. It's, it's recreational out here. It's right. medical use. Just like alcohol or anything else, right? So therefore, I mean, it's a place if you want to smoke weed, you know, like for me, it helps me. I, my body aches. I've broken my ankle. I've snapped my ankle. I've had two plates, eight or seven screws, a screw in my wrist. You know, you take beatings and if you go hard, you got to have a little something to like put off the edge, you know, and for me, right. you know, when I burn a little bit and if it's needed, it helps me. And why not support something that I'm supporting? You know, the great thing about so that, like, you know, Brad, yeah. you know, the great thing about that is we have all the products, perfect products that you will be endorsing and everything else. So Definitely. I think this is going to be a great ride. And I think so too. We're, we're welcome to have you a addition to the family. And people are gonna, people who smoke weed, they're gonna smoke weed. So why don't we get them the quality? Right. Exactly. The baddest. Get them the baddest weed they've ever smoked. The superest. How bad are you? You even get that super bad. What's I'm, that? Marcus, <laughs> how bad are you? I'm super bad. Man. Take that yeah. out of, take take that that, out of context. That. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Marcus with the. <laughs> So you're on, you're on, uh, the, he, I, I fell in that one. You're on the ocean side, right? And then you start really getting into it. When does it really become professional to you? At what age? All right. So that, like, yeah, that's just like a grain of salt of the mission. You know what I mean? But right. like, that one was a pretty important one because it's all about how the fire got put under your ass, right? Because oh, otherwise, yeah. you never, if you never had the fire under your ass, you don't think you can, no one's going to do it. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. If you never had the fire. And then fire, once you get that you ever, burn, you're like, yeah. nah, dog, that ain't happening again. Because if you I'm don't. I'm going to stay cool on this, on this, on hell, this ride. Hell yeah. It's, that's that competitiveness in you, that, that, that passion in you. Yeah. You know, that fire under your ass, man. I just, just really think, wanted to be with the crew. It was like, I really yeah. have never been too competitive, even though I did, I did competitions for years. Right. It's like, I, I guess you could say I'm competitive. I just like to like. It's fun to spar with someone and like better yourself, you know. Oh, yeah. Right. So like your crew is like you want to be riding with them at their level. So it's kind of like, you know, I had good homies. Yeah. I still do. I can dig it. I cool. Can dig it. So, <laughs> so yeah. Now this this partnership has been forged in platinum and ice and, and this gold. Weed, this weed's good, guarantee. This weed keeps yeah, you. Yeah, it's got me good. Tip top, tip top shape is great for recovery after the. After a long day out on the waves, man, I can't wait to to see how this partnership grows 
something that's never been done before. Seriously. You know, the surf world, you got the weed world, you just got the world all together, united, just, you know, balled up together in one great force of hope. Definitely. Hell yeah. I mean, we got waves to ride, and there's no time to waste. Hell nah. Where you at? Where you at? You know what I mean? Either you get wet or you get get wetted. You can get as wet as you want. Hell yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, but um, so glad to have you guys on in game time. Buck, my man, uh, coming through again. Um, Tell us a little bit about uh, uh, game time. So what we do at game time, um, our main focus is uh, supporting as well as uh, having uh, helping artists as well as athletes build a brand and uh, have good partnerships. Obviously, I want um, I wanted Brad um, to have something that he he was passionate about, and so you know when I uh, me and me and Brad we met smoking weed, so yeah we it was did. it was some good cannabis. I'll say we that. Did. So at that point, um, we spoke, but you know, it was uh, it was genuine. It wasn't nothing that was that was forced, right? And right. so at that point, you know, so as the Rico lo- Rico the lo- came around and, and and introduced me to the cannabis world in, in a different way. Good at people. that point, good people at, connect. At the, yeah. So at that point, he taught me the nucleus of of just good people and just good support. And so at that point, we just went from there. And I was like, man, it'd be dope if we can just have something that we've never done before. Signed a uh, an athlete with the cannabis, because all all athletes they smoke. You know what I'm saying? And cannabis right. is in there. There's a routine. lot of you know, it doesn't have to be taboo. It doesn't have to be smoking not, either. It could be oil. It sucks when you know people who smoke and they have people they're representing and they can't. They you know they smoke. But they're yeah. not even like you know, and we're so like, yeah, dude. we're so glad to see that shit and to see you guys unite, and um, I can't wait to uh, to see where this, this this whole ride takes us in, on the world of um, love and oh, we're gonna being high, we're gonna conquer. <laughs> oh yeah, right, we're gonna ride so, that boat. So we into yeah, so, the sunset. Yes, we are. <laughs> so much love. Good to have you guys on. Yeah. Thank you. We also got, we still got you on, but we got another. We got, we got, got you on, on there. We just we got, got a little man. guest add on. Antidote. You know. Antidote is in the building. What's the deal, bro? Are we going to chop this right here and start the the next? No, 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 no. We're just flowing. Okay. Just for keep, sure. keep going. That's oh, it. I'll yeah. let you know it's over. Even better. Keep my going. Antidote's add on. We got add on to the whole crew here. We ain't done with nobody. Antidote is in the building. What's you know. happening? Anthony, what's the deal? What's the deal? Anthony, with you? Young Tony, Suggs. Don't play. You already know what time it is. Popping off slugs. Oh, you said you was going to do that at 515. We about to get it mean right now up on this scene. Don't be playing with me like when I got this green. Hey, you got that green. I got hey. that blue. Blue, ocean blue. Okay. She got the stiff board hot, and she got mm-hmm. the motion, too. Ooh, okay. Then ask her what it do, because I'm smoking on this glue, and it's um, times, too. Ooh. But I ain't emotional. The girl over here, and you know she wants the motion to keep mm. rolling. Never strolling, unless I'm with my little baby girl. Now I'm rolling. Papa, daddy, I know I- you're a father figure. You know, I'm just trying to come in and just trying to get those figures. That's the dollars. And now we're coming in so we can holler. I didn't say I was driving in an Impala. That's a Mercedes downstairs. So you know exactly when they do when they pull that collar. 
Yes, you on the valet. My little girl gonna, she gonna learn ballet. Oh, oh, at oh, the ballet. Oh, I'm oh. at ballets. Remember that shit? I was working hard. I was getting fit. This was in the shy. I used to fuck Marcus up, and you know that I was that kind of guy. Okay. I got but in his eye. I jumped over wow. him. I grabbed the ball, and then hey, I ran over him. This. <laughs> he Damn. was on the football field. Definitely not. Quick. He wasn't doing it. He uh, ruined it. Yeah. For his team. Hey. He said he did it for his team. We got the beat up phone. It's time to get on the scene. Got my little Frenchie. I call it the number seven. Pay seven and got her on the seventh. I'm sitting in the heaven. That's your jackpot. I know that I'm doing a lot. I'm just trying to come in the spot and just serving some food that's hot. Yes, I told it. you I got the food truck. You should pull up so you can get you a chicken sandwich and throw it on the And up. a yeah. eat. That's exactly, exactly what it is. And you know the LA Times just come and showing the biz. Where and now we're just doing it. You know that I'm from the LBC to CBT, letting them know exactly where the hell but I be. But what you doing? What I'm doing. I'm trying to get in the game, just trying to let them know my name. They just trying to grab the where fame. Where you going next? And where I'm going next, I'm going to the top. They know that we're not going to stop and I'm hoping that it's going to pop. Why they hating? Nah, I don't know. They hating because they mind can never step in just find the things that they can entwine what and they get up to the for? top. They all hating because they ain't getting the things that got people congratulating and telling love. them that they love them and saying that they can feel it. But you know, when they see it, they hate it, then they can kill it. But they hate it. But that's the truth and you can know. Now let's get into this interview and stop playing with this flow. Ooh. Oh, shit. I had to throw that in. My man, Tony. You know. Suggs. Why you start me off like this, man? Hey, man. That's how we get started over here, man. It's good to have you back, brother. I uh, appreciate it. Tell it's us about here. Yes, man. Tell us about the genesis. What it, uh, the the rebirth, the awesomening, the manifest, the manifest destiny. I figured out. Tell us what happened um, from before the pandemic, because we had you on here before. We were oh, yeah, all before in the a world different, fell apart. Yeah, we were all in a different place. <laughs> Tell us where you are right now. What's going on, man? Well, before I, the world fell apart, I was trying to get my social equity. Remember, I came in here trying to get my license for marijuana. Then yeah. I had to do some detective dirty work and find out that the government ain't never going to give us nothing for free. And they tried to play us. And then when they found out, I found out how corrupt they was. I was able to finesse them to give me a little bit of cha-ching. Ooh. And when I got that little cha-ching, I went and did my thing and got that little bada-bing. And now we got that food truck <laughs> thing going on, you know. And there we is. You must be talking about that, SBA. That, oh, nah. hey, that, that came yeah. in after. That came in after. The fact. It was a good timing. Very good timing. Right. Right. I started my business as soon as Corona hit. So oh, I, yeah. I barely made it in. This, the dick about skitty skit skit. Like, yeah. I was in there. They denied me for the loan. Don't get me wrong, they get no loan, but they was giving out <laughs> them grants. And right. I was able oh, to yeah. come along for that. But There's a lot of grants out there. I heard it's a little dangerous going the SBA route, man. So, you know, I was a little skeptical about getting a loan from them and uh, taking that. You know, I'm hearing a lot of stuff. Government give our money too fast. It's always something behind it. For a reason. Yeah, read the fine print. You got to read that fine print. Right. 30 years. Right. 30 years. You might have lost yours, but I know where mine went. Exactly. So, yeah. Other than that, you know, I stayed, I stayed to the side, got the food truck cracking. Yes. And I started to invest into so doing F SBA or FBA. The food truck is sick, too, man. Like, tell, you, man. Us, tell us about the food truck. Yeah. Uh, and, I, and I was upset because I couldn't meet you in motherfucking Inglewood. And, um, yeah. So we got to go to Altadena, right? No, no, no. Actually, we experienced some wild things in Altadena just this past Friday. So I've changed. Oh, uh, damn. I changed the location. We'll no longer be going to Altadena. So we definitely going to be around L.A. now and doing some L.A. things. Okay. And Long Beach, you know, Compton. That's what's up. Yes, it's closer to me. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait. It was an hour drive from our commissary. You know, we was going out there because when I got put on L.A. Times, 
it blew up out there in Altadena because I guess some of the residents actually posted it in Next Door. I didn't know what the hell Next Door was, right. but they posted me in it, and it had like 16,000 members, and these members are some real serious neighbors. They're all good friends, I guess, and they post one article, they all read it because they support that friend, and they really listen to what that friend says in Next Door, so they start looking at the article, they're like, oh man, we love your article, and want to support, and it was right at the time of Black Lives Matter, as soon as George Floyd cracked off. So, you know, a lot of different you know, races wanted to just be like, hey, we want to support Black Lives Matter. We right. want to help the African-American community, the small black business. So and I was a, the one coming up. It's been a time. come up for you. Yeah, it That's came so up. That's so dope, man. It came up, and it's about what you do with it. You know, you can get it and blow it off, which 90, 95% of people did with their money, or you can invest it into better things. Now, and I, will, I, feel, I will say this. That video that you put out, I think that's very heartfelt. Inspirational. I think inspiration. Yeah. I think that's a hell of a thing you did. Was the mini doc? Yes. Thank you. I appreciate yes. it. Yeah, I just, I, and I came out of my pocket for that because I just wanted people to see exactly like how it was. It ain't easy. And it like, was beautiful, I man. want people to paint the picture of like what Nipsey Hussle was talking about with the marathon. Like he ain't saying come out here and be the best rapper, you know, or get the most chicks or the biggest chain. He's saying start some type of foundation, start some type of economic change in your community and help your people. I saw and a picture with you and Nipsey. Yeah. Yeah, I saw yeah, and actually, I, I don't know, from that handshake with Nip, that's what gave me that once he passed away and I felt, you know, that pain that everybody felt. And then I seen his story, you know, because I didn't keep up with him too much after I ran into him. It was years right. ago. And then but, I seen his But he his directly movement. influenced you? Yeah, directly. Just from our encounter, it was yeah. always in the back of my head. And it was just like I let it die out because he was alive. And I was like, whatever. You know, yeah. he just had a strong, firm handshake. And this dude got a little buzz. And then when I looked into his story... And I figured out why his handshake was so firm. I was like, oh, shoot. So I felt the energy of this person that's pretty right. powerful, you know, and did Where a lot did you guys meet? Over at the Roosevelt in Hollywood. Okay. That's dope. I was running around with this Holly, uh, Tupac lookalike. His right. name was Demario Brown. He was, like, coming up at the time, like, 2012. And he basically went with me into the Roosevelt. He had, like, a bottle. He looked just like Pac. So he going up the stairs right. loud with the bottle acting ghetto. I'm like, <laughs> Pac, man, calm down. We call him Pac because he looks so much like Pac. Yeah. And, you know, I've been drinking a little, so I'm really, like, woozy, thinking, like, damn, I'm running around Hollywood with Tupac. So when we going up <laughs> we going up the stairs, I'm like, yeah, man, Pac, calm down. The body's going to get us kicked out. The next thing you know, I look down, and I see, like, some thugs walking. And I'm like, you know the thug presence when you're black. So oh, I just yeah, like, true. oh, long T-shirts, long hair, hats on. I'm like, all right, who these niggas? So I look a little closer, and I'm like, they look like Snoop. And I'm like, wait, that ain't Snoop. I'm like, wait, hold up, that's Nipsey. All I right. said, that's Nipsey Hustle. I'm like, oh, shit. So I'm in the middle of the stairs, and Pac at the top, and then Nipsey at the bottom walking out towards the back. And I'm like, hey, Nip. I'm like, hey, bro, he look. He like, what up? I'm like, hey, I brung Tupac over here. Woo, woo. He looked up. <laughs> I swear to God, you should. It was priceless to see the look on his face. You got to think if Nipsey world. Nipsey is like who he is at the time in 2012, just coming right. up. He not all the way mainstream, but he's known throughout the whole industry, and he know he influenced by Pac. So when he seen right. a dude that look exactly like Tupac silhouette, and then he just like come down. He like, what up, Nip? And he was like, what the hell? He like, what's up, bro? He's like, damn, I'm like, what? He's like, you look just like Pac. He's like, yeah, man, I'm, I'm trying to get the role in the movie. And they start chopping it up. We went downstairs to take a picture. I gave Pac my phone to take the picture. And when he was trying to take the picture, it wasn't taking it. So me and Nip shook hands already. So I'm like, oh, shoot, this is that moment. I can't break this handshake. So I just kept my handshake firm. Like, I'm not going to let your hand go. <laughs> and he just kept his handshake firm. Like, I'm not going to falter. And, you know, through being, I'm 30, you know, so throughout my years, I didn't have 
plenty of handshakes. The shaky ones, the loose ones, the tight ones, the over-tight ones, the, the the regular ones, the homie ones, the pound ones, all of them. The and his, stony ones. Yeah, you did <laughs> stony ones. Yeah. yeah, that's when you're passing the blunt. <laughs> but he definitely, he had, he had his own unique handshake, bro, that it was just like its own. It had its own label. Like when he shook your hand, a, a, a subtext that was like a signature. pop up that says Nipsey Hustle right across the handshake. Like it was just that handshake okay. and you knew, but we locked it for 30 seconds straight. So you seen that picture, that was probably like 20 seconds in to that, that pose. We just sat in the pose for 30 seconds and I was like, damn. This nigga didn't move, didn't do nothing. He was like a statue. Right. So right. I'm like, yeah, this dude energy is like on point. He ain't obviously inside shaky or quivery about what's going on in his inner world because he was definitely comfortable on the outside. That's, and that's, that's what I know when I ran into that's Nip. So real. once he passed away and I knew who he was and I remember that handshake, I decided to look in more to what he was doing. And I was like, damn, he helping the kids. He doing this. He was helping with that. He was in crypto. He doing everything I'm doing. And I'm like, he was blackballed. I was blackballed in the industry. I'm like, this is like another image of me, but a on more in the door hood version. So I was like, right. damn, that really hurt. So I was just like, let me really try to see what he was doing and try to replicate that as much as possible. And I seen what he did with the Marathon clothing store, how he had the little QR code, you put it on there and it showed a video. I already was in that yeah, mind. That was dope. Like back when I met him in 2012, I had an app. Like you can go download my music and all of that. So I already was like technology savvy. He but was ahead of his he time. He was ahead of his time too. So that's when I seen that. I was like, yeah, Nipsey definitely on some whole other stuff, bro. And I was really hurt to see he got took out like that. And you know, even to this day, you know, everybody, it's almost like the, the World Trade Centers. Like, yeah. I just seen some little clip last night that they just had a new clip, and it was, like, some dudes on the roof shooting, and they would dude was in the audio talking about, yeah, the second one was a bomb. Like, da -da -da, that was a bomb. Like, that I know for a fact. Right. And I'm like, how does it take 19 years for us as a community or as a whole, a human conscience, to see that you got played and just not notice it? And then just to see what happened with Nipsey, and it's like something weird with that. But oh, yeah. everybody quiet about it. He dude ain't going to court. We're not hearing nothing about his court date. We like, oh, we just let that slide too. And it's like now it get to the point where you just either gotta do what you gotta do for your cause and your purpose, or you're gonna slip into this whole fugazi little loop of just events. So, so that's where you are now with yeah. Antidote Eats. You know, what is um what is the near future hold for you? To me, I'm an entrepreneur, you know, so I'm not a chef. I just stepped into it because I talked to a couple of associates and I seen that that was a profitable game with the food truck industry. My girlfriend knew how to cook. So I was like, let me put two and two together, it hit. And then from there, we just created something that was like, it's no reason to let it go. So let that lock in. And then I'm eventually gonna start to dibble into more bigger investments as the money start to grow. And then it's gonna get into bigger things. Like we just got a Frenchie and I don't know if y'all know about the Frenchie game. The oh, Frenchie yeah. game is crazy. You know, it's like that's almost bigger than the food truck game. You get a dog and you can raise it right and you get keep going from there. Right. You Are getting you 50. Dogs? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what I'm saying. The Frenchie, the Frenchie world is a whole nother world. So it's like so many different business entrepreneur businesses that you can get into and then you can enjoy them, too. You know, they can give you gotcha. a lot of that's different crazy. That's so on a, on, a, on a side note, because it's been lingering in my head, Brad, other sports, you know, basketball, this, everything's being a little bit trying to conform more to uh, cannabis and stuff. Is there drug testing that you have to take for doing a surf competition? And are you allowed to smoke weed? What is the deal with that? Just so I know. Um, is is NBA and 
football? Is, can you smoke weed? No. no, not really. I mean, that's what it is. I mean, they're trying to be more loud. They're, they're <laughs> talking about it. You know? No cannabis. NBA. NBA, no though, cannabis, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. They're getting close. They're getting close. They're getting close. But is it something that... The best players do it. I think they... How's it working surfing, though? How's it working surfing? surfing, the competition... You know, it went, It depends on the event. Sometimes it's just like an open event. Like you can literally show up to the beach, give the money, and you're and in. go. Yeah, you're in. But the world tour. Yeah, let's talk about that. Um, I think you at this moment right now, no. Okay, so no. so you'd have but to. But it could change. So before you go on world tour, which how many times have you done something like that? Gone on a war, world tour. And smoked weed. No, generally, just sur- just surfed, <laughs> surfed oh, in the well, world tours. I don't do, Have you ever done I any? Did, or? I did. I did the the world tour for like. Okay, so for the world tour of skimboarding, it's a little bit more underground. It's okay. Like, you're not gonna see it on like. Yeah, I mean, you might maybe once or twice, but on ESPN, it really wouldn't be on there. You know, it's sure. pretty underground because, you know, skimboarding is like a really growing sport right now, but it's getting it's getting limelight now. Because of the social media aspect. Sure. But um, overall, like in the skimboard world tour, they don't drug test you. No, they don't. Sure. Okay. Okay. I got but, you. But uh, it's so underground and it's not, you know, mm-hmm. the the budget, or, I mean, no, the prize purses, excuse me, aren't like $100,000 for first place. Like, sure. Like so, on so, a usual, it's somewhere between like 800 to like $2,000 for first so, place. So, Andrew. So what we about to do right now on live air, Rico, yes, Marcus, sir. Brad, what we, got what we about to do on live air is we about to have the signing on live this on the air. Magical sword right here. Magical sword. Can you feel it? So, Can you feel it? Can you feel it? Can you feel it? Who's that? Who's that? That song I forgot. The Jacksons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Use your super bad ink pen. Super bad ink. Oh shit! I'm about to, I'm about to lay down that super bad ink right here. You see it. You seen it here. You seen it first. Blake, where you at? N N N. Boom. First to do it. Woo! My hands hot. So li- li- live, <laughs> li- first to do it. News live on air, Blake. I would like you to come over here and shake Brad's hand. Super bad. The new Go news on. network. Shake, shake Blake's hand. New, new news network. Pleasure to have you on board. Thanks, bro. Hell yeah. Absolutely. Nice. That's love it's right stoked. there. Yeah. So there Good we to meet have y'all. it. Love and happiness. There we have it. Remember, love will make you do right. <laughs> Always. Brad Domkey, you the motherfucking man. You and, guys. And what man. was and what was uh, mentioned about Guinness Book? What was something that you guys? So uh, technically, like. I honestly, I filled out the information and everything for Guinness Book of World Records. You know what I'm saying? For for what but it's category? A, it's for pretty what category? technical what was to it? actually like, to like put it in there. Sure. Cause like, I towed into the wave with a jet ski. You know, so that's a whole nother like controversy. It it's not controversy. It is what it is. You know, I rode a skimboard on that big of a wave. But how big was the wave? Let's for you know, the people that don't you, know. It was the you big know, kahuna. If, if we could cut to the clip there and show them, they can kind of like judge yeah, for themselves because yeah. a lot of people say okay. all sorts of things. But I, I'll opinion, tell you what, it's opinion. as big as the spot. So I, I think if it was any bigger, it would have broke in like 
avalanche, but it didn't. It stood straight up and barreled top to bottom. But the, those those who have no so, idea about surfing, dude, that have never so seen dope. you before. It well, Could like you a lot of people don't what, really. What it was and what what happened? What, Just what for those the, that don't so know. So Mexico, and what was the feeling? Mexico is like, you know, it's. I've spent a lot of my life there, and I've adventured around there, finding some of the biggest waves of my life there as well. And training for that wave. I had been doing for the like the past few years before that and leading up to that swell it was just a one of a kind swell the the period was so long like something I don't know it just we I saw it in Florida and I've never been to Puerto Escondido Shout out to Mexico. Shout out Mexico always. Viva la Mexico. I love Mexico. Viva. And, and the, the rec- best. And the record was for what? The, the highest the wave is, is or like, what was... So, like, where the credential came in, the, if there is a credential for it. Okay, if you look at, if you look up the clip online, it's a one-wave clip, and it's it's over something. It's something in the millions, like, you it, know, it and... Has, I heard it has, like, 14 million... It, like views there's a lot of there's a lot now. of places the video went you know like in has, different move like different all things all you put them. it all together it was a lot dude and but since we're, we're on, skimboarding it, like since we're on radio i need you to try to give a little bit of a description how high, how high were you i'm gonna like you <laughs> know like tell me i would say like 25 30 plus That's like 25 feet. 30 plus some might say even bigger and but, how and how but long it just were depends you on, on how you just depends on how you uh like look at it like sure. there's one point where the wave's straight up but once it folds it's full power and thickness but it's half the size now you know what i mean so it's like how did the experience feel to it's you the best though? every day i wake up and i i remember that was there nothing like it whatsoever comparable was it like the greatest thing that you achieved so far in your life Absolutely. as far as serving uh when it comes to toe and skimboarding have you had another without it i dude it's weird because i've had like personal like your you, own experience you on the wave. Ca- you had no camera. Some there's no no. I have all my footage, but I'm just saying all of my waves. It's a they're different kind of rewards. Like for instance, I went to a place called Cyclops. You've never heard of that, right? No. Yeah. So people don't really people don't really <laughs> toe into the spot. It's like got a total of maybe like five or six surfers total that I've actually gotten like waves out there, maybe barreled too. Really. But uh. Yeah, so this wave it so it's breaks. A rough place. It breaks on the most driest lime sl- limestone slab ever. Like you can't. There's no. There's no room for air. There is no room for air. Like there's no room for air. Like I ended up eating it actually, and I got really hurt. Really. But my first wave I got, it was just like so blue, so perfect. Like one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen. That's dope. But that Puerto wave, yeah, like Tell overall us about experience. what happened right before you went to that wave. You got on that wave. The wave before that. Oh, uh, the wave before that, I went straight. And then the thing just broke right behind me. Mm-hmm. And I had the craziest swim of my life. And I had to make, my, I had to get myself to the beach. And there was pretty much like Nothing. the same size waves right behind it, like one after another for like three yeah. more sets. Jeez. And then I, yeah, and I just swam in bareback and got to the inside. My friend who towed me in had gone a mile down the beach. Not a mile, but pretty far, dude, maybe. Pretty far. And had to go retrieve my skin that blew down the beach because I didn't have a leash. Did you did you ever feel like, you know... The, it was yo, crazy. I, I could tell this story, like, every day, and, like, it still feels the same, I swear. 
Right. That's how good that, like, I guess you could say how good that wave was. At, at, at any moment, did you it think was a good that? One. <laughs> at, at, at any moment, what did you think, like, yo, this is it? I'm not gonna fucking make it to the beach. And you never underestimate the ocean, so fear is actually important when you're out there. Right. So you almost want to have that thought because otherwise you won't activate. So would you say fear activates respect? Definitely, because you'll when you put yourself in, you know harm's way sometimes you just it's a natural force amongst you that gets you through the situation right and you, re- you don't ask for that right it just happens so i have to respect the power all the times in the water any sharky time well any I'm, fucking I'm, have I'm, a shark. From, I'm from florida bro what do you Explain. know so, I, I, mean, I see sharks all around me all the time <laughs> oh, my yeah. whole life Florida, it's like you how, get used how close, to it, and they just swim all around Shots you like a ball. I've had different like a, things. I've had one hit me under the board. It hit me under the board Ooh. one time. Ooh. I've had them like Ooh. slapping tails pretty close Ooh. to my Shots face and stuff. But Florida, it's another story. Like the irony is the waves aren't that good, and it's full of sharks. I know. Wow. But it's warm all the time, and the waves are fun, and it's a good community of surfers and and vibes. And that's where we come in and say how bad. Right, exactly. <laughs> How now, bad are now, you? Now, Antidote, now, what do you know about surfing? Yeah. I tried surfing one time in my life, you and did. I lost all my energy. Where'd you do it? Where'd you do it? I think it was over by either Redondo Beach area, like by Santa Monica towards that way. One of my boys, my white boys, he was like, yo, They get come you on a big me. board? They get you yeah, on I a nice a big, big board? board? This was like probably like 10 years ago, though. Okay. So, you know, I got the little suit, the Speedo on. I was like, like one of those. I looked like a seal. You know, I was just <laughs> out there, ready. thought I was finna really ride some waves, got out there. I lost my energy as soon as I paddled out. I didn't even get to stand on it. I was like, what? Man. It take this much energy just to get to the wave? I was like, I was trying to breathe. I'm trying to sit on board and just catch my breath. And he like, right. wave coming. It's already coming. The wave don't care. Wave right. like you tired. Okay, boom, smacked me. And I'm like, oh, I flipped around underwater with the board, <laughs> held it. I was shaking with it like, nah, I can't get beat up by no water. So I got back on, flipped the board over. And when I flipped the board over and got back on, that's when I knew it was completely, all my energy was gone. I was right. like, all right, I took the last 25% I had to get back on this board. So I'm not gonna be able to make it to the next wave. So I just paddled my way and, and rolled the little soft waves all the way back to shore. Yeah, you and just bodyboarded it. Bodyboarded okay. all the way back and it then I watched like, my boy. Oh, if you if you already got your feet wet, dude, you gotta get back out there. We gotta get you I back probably, out there. This time I'll probably look at it, it'd be like a movie. It'll show me in the front of a beach. It might have been the from spot the back, too. With the board, Sometimes it's the wave. It's the wave you learn on. We need to get you the right wave. The right wave. The wave that's built for you. He probably threw me out straight to the big wave. Yeah, he just threw you to the wolves. He threw you to the wolves. Now, what's the difference between Brad's talking about actually sharks? In the streets where we're talking about sharks, what's our different terminology of sharks? Oh, that's like... Dudes that snaky or somebody that's trying to oh, play you, you mean like people or somebody trying to, trying to get you, you in the sport, get you like on the side, take you know, your job, kinda, you know, if you kinda, got if you got some money, some like, dudes sitting around you like and they they like cool, they watching. I mean, there's snakes they might everywhere. Be some sharks. Dude. Yeah, exactly. They might slap some tails you know? in front of you and they ain't finna be slapping bring your head, tails. Bring your hedge clippers. <laughs> bring your hedge clippers. Fins, snakes be in the fins grass. and gills. Fins and gills. For real. Yeah. Gills and fins. There's a big difference between those sharks. Yeah. Oh, definitely, 100%. Canada, you got an Instagram, my brother? 
Yeah, the real antidotes, the Instagram. Antidote.eats yeah. is for the food truck. Yes. Right on. Where can we Thank find you for the truck at? Stories. Yeah, that was a cool story. Tell, yeah. tell us where we can find you, man. So we, well, you, you can find me all eats. around LA, but the food truck right now is on a catering basis at the moment because, okay. you know, due to COVID, right. it ain't been easy to just get out on the street and get okay. cut foot traffic. So right. we had to close it down until unless we get a bigger order or somebody that want to go to an event and right. be like, come to our drive-in and, and cater to us. But other than that, we haven't been setting up on the street a lot because it's a turf war out there, too. Right. I right. don't know if y'all know, it's like almost selling drugs on the street with food oh, trucks. Yeah. That's if you go on yeah, a certain I, I corner yeah, and you right, catch right. one of them taco guys, you're going to be like, hey, man, what you doing? This is my corner. That's where I get my money. You, you, you talk to the building. You talk to them? Like, no, nah, right. I didn't. But it's just like, now you can't come right here. You, This is where my money at. Now you stopping my money Yo. because you bringing some burgers and food chicken truck sandwiches. Wars. Uh, yeah, okay. I love it. Food truck, truck. truck. Wars. So, so yeah. truck wars. It's we, really so wars. So we definitely need, okay, food truck wars. Where we podcast right there. Where we can get real. Where we catching game time at? Where we Where we catching the game time at? Oh, game time. The game time firm. You got, you, got ins- yeah. you got Instagram or now? Yeah. yeah. It's What's the Game the Time Firm, or it's uh, for me personally, is uh, Game Time underscore Buck. Yeah, he over here smoking on that super bad. Yeah, so y'all know. I'm, right. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm really. You know I'm yeah. really yeah. Right now. Be on that debate. I fumbled real quick. I came right back. Right. Right. And, la- yeah. and last but not least, our man signs a super bad Ooh. Brad Domkey. Uh, oh how, how, re- how are the fans reach out to you? Oh, what's, they were what's watching. The what's they the gram? What's the gram for those listening, bed. though? You gotta give a shout out. Oh, what, Brad Domke. That's basic, Brad just like and that. Spell, no it, spell it. Spell it. B R A D D O M K E. For all you stoners Dom-key. out there, baby, you gotta know what it's up. Thank yeah. you guys so give much. Me follow. Thanks for uh, checking out everything we got going on in Super Bad Inc. and Hayes Radio and uh, love and happiness. You, you know. know it is. It is. It is what it's it is. Caesar is really getting it. Yeah. So the suave, take us out. Hey man, you gotta think when there ain't no place else to turn, turn up. When y'all feeling super good, make sure y'all fucking with super bad because that's where we are. Yeah. So Hayes Radio give, Network. Give us a super bad uh, freestyle for us real quick. Oh, okay. How bad are you? How bad are you? So How that bad way we, are you? we can make you the official guy. Oh, we can make it official. Hey. Toss the rust off. I guess I go super bad. I'm not no movie, but this is something that they need to have. I'm a go dookie. I guess I just go in the super dad. But these niggas just know that I'm coming. This is a stab. Ooh. Hit him up in the rib. I guess Rico gonna have to set it down. Yeah. Gotta get that dom. You know that dom key. That go around surfing. Yeah. I guess I get them the board. You know the water, the wave. Yeah. I'm coming in and I gotta just drown in daughter. You swimming. know they hear the music. They swimming. They cannot paddle. Everything we do, that's just make them want to go and tattle. No top six side. nine. But if you said it's on the top side, I Try to come and flip it, but these niggas just mad. They look like a lollipop side. Skipper. And if you get it, you said it. You really want to be like a skipper, but I'm trying to come through this game. But tell your girl to stop getting on my zipper. This is the truth. But you know you're going to give again. But I'm not no gill again. I'm not up on the island, but you know exactly what I'm doing when I come and give again. Treasure. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fire. Fire. Thanks, guys. You know. Catch you on the flip side. I love you. Instead of investing in the maker of a single brand of car, what if you could invest in a company that has its technology? You're listening to Hayes Radio Network, Cannabis Lifestyle Radio.